0: Hi, I'm Rick Keating, and this is Free Enterprise in Three Minutes. In this 87th episode, we're going to continue to talk about how government works through the lens of public choice economics. Now, as noted in the previous episode, public choice economics applies economic analysis to politics. It looks at the incentives at work in politics and government. And it was James Buchanan, who won the Nobel Prize in Economics for his work in the public choice field, who wrote that public choice theory is, quote, politics without the romance, close quote. Let's continue to look at what incentives influence the political sphere of life and the economy. Last time we looked at incentives influencing voters, now how about politicians? No matter what their agenda and beliefs might be, they need votes. In seeking those votes, they have incentives to raise campaign funds, to pay attention to groups that can help that pursuit of votes, and once in office to make the work of challengers more difficult, such as through gerrymandering and using government resources to improve re-election odds. The pursuit of votes also leads to short-sighted decisions that, for example, generate promises and boost government spending now, though implicitly threatening major tax increases down the road, for example. These hard economic realities regarding voters and politicians mean that special interests have the opportunity to push issues that they care about, but that generate negative net costs for voters, consumers, and taxpayers in general. For example, tariffs or trade quotas might protect one industry, but at the expense of consumers and most other businesses. For good measure, as government grows, more groups have incentives for rent-seeking, that is, using politics to grab income and wealth from others. Or on the flip side, for lobbying to limit government interference and costs. Finally, government bureaucrats work under a set of incentives that lead to pushing for bigger budgets, larger staffs, and increased authority. These incentives can be enhanced if elected officials have few incentives to care or learn about the regulatory process. Now, given these rather dire economic realities of our politics, what can be done? Some public choice economists have focused on constitutional or institutional changes that serve to restrain or act as checks and balances against the worst incentives in politics and government. Such measures can include caps on government spending growth, limiting the ability to raise taxes, requiring elected officials to sign off on all rules and regulations proposed by bureaucrats, uh, the line-item veto, and even a balanced budget requirement. James Buchanan was right. It's important to de-romanticize politics. Romance can mean blurry, vague feelings that ignore reality, and when it comes to government and politics, that turns out to be quite costly. Hey, thanks for listening. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And please subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care, God bless, and hey, think more like an economist.